0: Hello, Leo friends. I am Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Leo December, 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you. If Leo is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Leo placement you're listening for, what I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Leo friend, so birthdays like August 15th through the rest of the sign or Leo degrees, 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Virgo report as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. Oh boy, is this a time to celebrate for Leo's. I'm so excited to tell you the many things that I'm so happy to see as a fellow fire sign uh, for this time. And I'm calling the theme of this month for Leo's five big kisses for Leo this month. But really, there are sure there are way more than that. But I don't want to get out of control here because I get really wound up, especially when all of these fire things are hitting off being a Sagittarius myself. I'm celebrating with you. Okay, just one little administrative thing to mention, and then we'll launch into these exciting storylines for this month and see all of these layers of experience and potential that hopefully will be yours to manifest. So... If you've been watching my reports for a while, then you know that I've been alternating a pretty slideshow with using the chart on the screen. I'm going to try something different this month. Obviously, for you podcast listeners, this isn't relevant. But if you're interested in visuals, you can find me, Annie Botticelli on YouTube. Um, so I am going to do the slideshow this month. But right here, right now, I'm going to show you the chart that I'm working on. This way, if you are interested in following along in the chart, then you can see what I'm looking at. And as I refer to different places, you can have the visual on that. And if I talk about certain things that I can describe to you what I'm looking at. So my suggestion is take a screenshot, take a, use another device, take a picture, whatever you've got to do. You might have to take a couple because the size of the chart doesn't quite fit into the format of the size of the video, um, just to get the top of, top and bottom of the screen. And then you'll have it to work off of, and then everyone will have a pretty slideshow. And the people who want the chart will also have the chart to look at. Okay. So we'll go back to the slideshow now. All right. We're going to get into all of this. So first exciting thing. Okay. So we're going to look at layers of potentials this month. And I always like to talk about these layers because life is complex. There's never really just one thing that's going on. And the more layers we understand, the better we can really get the energetics of the month and navigate through them. So, and some of the things we're going to talk about are going to be true for all placements. They're general transits, but they're just as important for you to know about. So we'll be weaving back and forth between Leo specific things and general things that are going to affect you. First thing to celebrate, we finally have a positive shift in the sweet to salty aspect ratio with sweet aspects being back on top. Sweet aspect is when the planets are getting along. Planets make mathematically relevant configurations, and this creates outcomes. Okay. So everything centered at the like the core of our experience is mathematical. Math is the ultimate expression of creation. And so when we have certain mathematical configurations in the stars, we feel it in the form of outcomes on the earth. All right. And so when they're in certain angles, they are the sweet aspects and it's just harmony and peace and goodies and certain things you don't even have to do anything for. It's delivered into your lap. And just general ease and grace. The difficult aspects, which I call the salty ones. Um, you know, our nuisance can range anything from nuisance to downright dangerous. Fortunately, this month, we don't have a, a, that type of energy the way that we did in September, October, November. We kind of had three months of, you know, an imbalance of way too many salty aspects, some nasty, scary aspects, intense eclipses, but we're stepping out of that energy now. Not to say that we can't, of course, have anything happen at any time, but, you know, this is the general mood of the month, and there will be truth to this for many people. So lots of sweet aspects. We're also exiting the eclipse season. So the end of August, September, October, November, we were in the heat of the end of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle and continuation of the Aries Libra cycle. I'm not going to talk too much about these eclipses in this report, but if you're interested in Understanding more about these karmic cycles and what's been clearing up for you and what's opening up for you for your highest expression. You can listen to my September, October, November reports and catch the pieces about the eclipses and what's happening in general and for you specifically in the timelines there. But what we need to know this month is that we're exiting the intense eclipse season. So whether you're getting kisses from that nice Aries Libra eclipse cycle that's in a nice angle for you, or whether you're having a horrendous time from the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle, Whatever it is, it's starting to cool off now. It's less intense. News can still come in, but it's not what we have just been going through. So that's something very exciting to celebrate. And really, all these things could be listed as kisses for Leo. But they're not the ones that I was talking about because there's still more coming. Okay, so the energy of the me, we sector and my stuff, our stuff sector that have been activated activated by the eclipses may continue in their storyline, but the intensity is coming off of it. Okay, so quick note here about Mercury retrograde and the stark difference between December and then the October-November timeframe. So we had a nice aspect or a nice situation where December is lighter than October and November, okay? So in comparison to what we're just walking through to what will happen in December, that is something to celebrate. Something that was maybe a little bit better in certain ways in October and November compared to December is that we had a golden period, October 7th through November 25th, free from personal planet retrogrades, which made it much easier and still makes it much easier. If you're listening to this report early, October, November is going to be your best time for a while for making big purchases, making big sales, investments, um, you know, big commitments. You know, you can travel during any time of the year, but things might be a little bit easier and more clear for travel and plans in October and November. Also, even things like dentist appointments, diagnostics, blood work, you're going to have an easier time and uh, and easier readings, like more clear readings in October and November compared to December, okay? So if you can get all that stuff out of the way, then it's going to be easier for you to leave December unscheduled because Mercury Retrograde does not like to schedule things. It likes to unschedule things and cast scheduled things into uncertainty. So I'm going to give you a few dates here. And I also will give you some dates of a couple of moon events later. Uh, but if you are a person who really likes dates, then definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That link is beneath the video or the podcast. And um, and I'll give it again at the end of the report. Put your email address and your name in there. Get access to my write-up for the month, a month ahead and that has more dates and mathematical configurations and my favorite dates and the ones to be most awareful and careful of and a written write-up of the month, delivered to your inbox one month early, archives, ed- astrology education newsletters, um, notification about important uh, transits like this golden period. My email community got an email saying, hey, don't forget the golden period and what you can do, things like that. So if you, if you enjoy more details like that, we'll, we'll do some here in this report, but you'll get more when you sign up at AnnieHelps You.com for my free VIP community. Okay, so here are some dates. The pre-transit shadow period for Mercury retrograde begins November 26th. Officially goes retrograde December 12th is retrograde until January 1st, 2024, with the post-transit shadow period stretching until January 21st. Okay. So if you are an early bird, you will benefit at this time for shopping. People doing uh, holiday shopping in October and November are going to benefit because you can avoid the mischief of the Mercury retrograde. It's not always easy to shop and receive and find and deliver the right thing. But fortunately, this open window lasts through like Black Friday weekend. Um, so you can hopefully get everything wrapped up by then. Two things that you can do to make December so much easier is to understand the nature of the retrograde. I like to explain it in two different ways to really drive home the point so that you can keep this in mind through the month. The first visual is imagine you are a spider in October and November. You're weaving your webs all over the place. You're putting things far and wide. You're walking however fast and far spiders walk (laughs) and you're doing everything in October, November. And then December comes and you hang out in one of your webs and you wait for food to come to you okay? It's not a time to be reaching far and wide. It's not a time to be forcing things to happen in December, but it may be a time where things happen, but not from you trying to make it happen. October and November are a time, are times to make things happen and really like get out there, be proactive. And December is a time to chill out and leave things as unscheduled as possible, okay? You can also understand it from the, the perspective of tides. If you're standing on a shore and the tides are going out, which is October, November, then you can throw your message in a bottle. You can put your boat, and you know, go out super far and wide because the tides will help you to go out. But in December, if you throw a message in a bottle out, guess what? Two minutes later, it's going to be right back at your feet. And you can understand that visual the whole month. Anything you try to put out in December is not going to go very far. (laughs) before it comes right back. And that's fine, that lends itself to certain things. Like if you're doing short-term things, if you're trying to get things done, if by nature what you're focusing on is a short-term thing, that's perfect. But if you are trying to make something happen far and wide, going for long t- long-term long things, as soon as you throw it out, before you know it, will be right back, okay? So just keep those visuals in mind and it will make this so much easier. The next thing you can do to make this month so much easier is uh, write things in pencil and basically not commit to people in pen, if possible. So make your commitments light and expect light commitments from other people. Okay, These, these two things are more things you can do to make this month so much more merry. Because if you hold people to certain plans and very, very strict things, inevitably, when your situation changes or theirs does, then you'll have a reason to be mad and it can cause drama. But if you know that Mercury retrograde is going to cause cancellations, cast things to uncertainty, you just have to know that that's how it's going to be. Okay. And if you can keep your commitments light, everybody may be wanting you to come to a holiday party and it's best to say maybe if you can get away with maybe then get away with maybe as much as you can, even if you want to go because you will feel so much lighter and freer and happier if you're not making commitments, because there's going to be a a lot of flow, a lot of last minute magic from this retrograde that can deliver an opportunity or opportunities for you that may cause you to cancel plans. And if you only committed in pencil, then you won't feel as bad if you don't show up. And if you don't hold other people to committing in pen, you won't have to be mad at them. and It'll be easier. Okay, so we've got Scorpio energies that are lingering a little longer this year, uh, because Venus is running through the whole sign of Scorpio in this month. All of this, and and if you're looking at the chart, you can see at the bottom of the chart, there's a four in that little yellow pie piece there. The pie pieces that you see on the chart are feel they're they're houses, they're fields of experience we have as humans. And that four, that little pie piece that says four there, that's the the house, the, the house of houses, basically, homes. Uh, family, real estate, housing, things like that. So, because so Venus, you can see, is in Libra at the beginning of the month. Uh, Venus is the little circle with the plus underneath her. She'll move into Scorpio very quickly and go through that whole sign. Pallas Athena is also there, so you've got two star goddesses lighting up your house of home and family. And this is still an emotional Scorpio, so there may be some heaviness. There may be some bliss from from this placement, but there is going to be pressure a little bit of pressure, you know, these are fast moving placements. So it's not a ton, but these energies square your energy. So we're looking at pressure points and it could be more emotional. So home, housing, real estate, family, there may be some more emotion there at this time, uh, but there will be a lot of energy and a lot of potential. Okay. So now I'm going to talk about these five kisses as if we already don't have enough, right? We've talked about some pretty exciting things. But we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of of what I was talking about earlier for these specific five kisses. And this has to do with the energy of Sagittarius. Fellow fire energies make what's called a trine. This is the most favorable mathematical configuration there is in astrology. Ease, grace, accomplishments, awesomeness, um, just lighting up like crazy. So every time there's a planet or an event of any kind in Sagittarius, this makes a trine for you. So if you're looking at the chart, you can see the little question mark that star got Ceres. You will see the little kind of looks like pirate's booty. The little X marks the spot, but that, that point moves very quickly. So I'm actually not even factoring that into the discussion. Um, but then next to it is Mars. That circle with the dot is the sun. And then Mercury is the thing with the little horns over there. And it's, it looks like it's a Capricorn, right? It is because when Mercury goes in retrograde, it's going to come back into Sag. So Sag, uh, Mercury, the sun, Mars, uh, star goddess Ceres, and the new moon on December 12th at Sagittarius in, at 20 degrees of Sag are five big kisses for Leo because this is making that angle for you. So let's break this down a little bit. Where can you see the blessings and what type of energies can get lit up from this energy? First of all, Sagittarius on its own rules, expansion, optimism, uh, It's called, you know, Jupiter, which is the ruler of Sagittarius, is called the great benefic. This is something I don't always talk about, but it's a really fun point. People thousands of years ago knew that Jupiter was lucky in some way. Well, it turns out that because of Jupiter, all of the outer planets beyond Jupiter in the solar system, because of the gravitational force of Jupiter, all those planets don't come rushing in to crush the earth. <laughs> so actually, astronomically, it's it's lucky also, and a lot of these facts from astrology come from astronomy, and people a long time ago figured this out, okay, so lucky big Jupiter, protecting us from being smashed to pieces by the outer planets, um, is ruling this month and rules Sagittarius, so all of this energy is just very buoyant, and it's a much-needed lightning, of the um, heaviness of the prolonged Scorpio transits. You know, we do have some more of it this month, but it's more in the backdrop and the Sag energy is in the front. Okay, so teaching, learning, you may find your perfect education program. or go back to one that you were at before. This is a fantastic time for learning. You know, short-term education plans, Mercury retrograde is perfectly fine for that. You know, six months to a year, you know, um, things like that are fine for commitments. We're talking about like, big, long commitments that you are kind of titanic for you. You know, you might want to get your feet a little bit wet in December, but if it's something like, oh, you're going to take a course or something, you know, or take a class or teach a course or teach a class, this month is amazing for that. Okay, so you make it more clear about things you want to teach and step into your teacher role. This could be long distance travel. This could be international connections, business, this could be different languages, learning different languages and things like that. Could be immigration, all things like that. Now, the house that these Sagittarius transits light up for you is the fifth house, which is ruled by Leo. Okay. So Leo rules the fifth house. So it's all things Leo is getting, are getting life breathed into them. Creativity, being center stage, um, fun. This is a very fun celebratory energy between all of the fire that's happening. Fire from the house, fire from the sign. Children, whether it's a creative baby or a human baby. Uh, athleticism, our divas are well-supported here. Okay, fashionistas, all of those kind of things are really lit up. And also the energy of your bucket list, things you've always wanted to do. So you may find some of those things rolling in on the tides and being delivered right at your feet right now. So this is in effect all month. And in the days around December 12th, we have our fifth extra kiss with this new moon in Sagittarius, so new beginnings in any of those things I just listed. All of the Leo placements can get goodies from this, but those of you closer to 20 degrees will get even more of a kiss. We'll widen that orb to five degrees in either direction, so 15 to 25 degrees of Leo. So that will relate to August, around August 5th through around August 15th, Um, and those that can be give or take a few days. So, you know, because the sun doesn't move into each sign on the same day each year. So that means there's two or three days in either direction of the dates that I give you, even with the orbs, but the closer to around August 10th, you know, August 5th through the 15th, the closer to around the 10th, the more kiss you get from that new moon. So this is a time to be free and happy and uninhibited to celebrate um, there's a, a couple of different placements that are really the energy of harvest. This is a time to harvest things that you've done before, uh, star goddess Ceres there, the one that looks like a question mark. That's really the, the, um, the thing that cuts the wheat basically. Um, and also the mercury retrograde, you know, that, that can definitely be a harvest time where things roll back to you that you've worked on in the past. One theme that we'll talk about that will also give a sneak peek into 2024 is Jupiter in your 10th house. Jupiter got into Taurus in May 2023. will go through May 2024. We'll be expanding your work career, things involving father figures, authority figures, Uh, passion projects, basically your place out in the world has a chance to be radically expanded at this time. You may find a lot of diversity in your work or um, outer, outer world. um, So when I say outer world, I mean like out in the world, not your internal space. This is where you show up out in the world. So Jupiter likes to get its fingers in a lot of pudding pies. So you may find for work, you're doing this and you're also doing that and you're starting this and you're doing that. So there's a lot of diversity, um, in your work and career expression, and if you don't need to work for money, this could be the things you do out in the world. Maybe you volunteer with political things. Maybe you or you know go to the botanical gardens and help out there. Maybe you're you know teaching kids to read, whatever. And but even if you're not getting paid for these things, this energy of the tenth house is like what you're doing out in the world, and that's expanded very fantastically. And anything that may have come to a lull in September is going to be rust back into the forefront because December 31st, Jupiter moves forward, it stops its retrograde. Okay. So we talked about all those Sag planet planets and then the ruler of Sag is Jupiter and it's lighting up that 10th house. So be ready for a wild ride there. So if you want even more things to help you better understand this time, reminders sent to your inbox of important things to note, Um, I have all kinds of things that my free VIP community members get. And you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up there. You can see my secret star portal, which has a year and a half of archives of special exclusive content. And plus I add new content monthly, written horoscopes and such. And if you want to go deeper, you can get my Astrology Basics and Beyond course. You can register for my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course. If you're serious about Astrology as a profession for all or part of your work, then I can help you. You can benefit from my 20 years of being an astrologer, my 25 years of being an entrepreneur, my over 17 years of being a successful online entrepreneur. I started all of this very early. Uh, So you can benefit from that in my certification course, all of which you can see at anniehelpsyou.com. I hope you have a wonderful, glowing, exciting, magnificent month and wrap up to your year, and I'll see you next month and next year. Bye!